0: Hey guys and girls, how have you been this week? I'm your host Hina Siddiqui and you are listening to the Corporate Life Podcast. Today I want to give a huge shout out to all job seekers, especially those who have lost their jobs during the pandemic and those who are struggling financially and emotionally because of pay cuts and sudden loss of job. I want to tell you that I am standing by you. You are not weak. You can't lose hope and you can't lose your dignity for sure. Just because you are unemployed, just because you are not sure what's going to happen in future, just because the current marketplace is uncertain and scary. As I said, I'm totally with you, but just want a promise from you that you're not going to feel like a victim, no matter how hard the situation looks like, you will stay strong and keep taking the right action. I know it's hard to suffer. It's hard to feel uncertain and insecure. I totally get it. But if you do the right things and keep moving in the right direction, things will suddenly change for you before you know it. Now, what do I mean by right things and right direction? That's what I'm going to talk about in this episode. So stay tuned with me until the very end. Let's get started with today's topic. In episode number two, I'm talking about one, how you can be and stay dignified in your job hunt and two, what are the right things that you can do to get a fabulous job super fast. Now the first thing first, I want you to not lose your dignity during this difficult time. Remember, if you won't respect yourself, no one else will. I see people doing desperate things in order to quickly get a job. And the fact is that desperation delays everything. I repeat, desperation delays everything. No recruiter or hiring manager wants to hire a desperate candidate. If you are contacting anyone and everyone in your network or in your friend's network or on your LinkedIn posts requesting to help you get a job, please stop doing that. That shows nothing but desperation. Yes, asking for help is great and I strongly believe that we all human beings have rights on each other. And we must ask and offer help to anyone in need. But don't do that from a weak position as if you are a victim. There's a very thin line between seeking help and begging. And I'm sorry to use that word, but it's important. I keep seeing posts on LinkedIn by a few job seekers talking about their financial distress and problems, rejection stories, complaining about just anything and everything. And, you know, it really turns me off. Do you really think that anyone can ever get a significant job by taking this weak approach? Of course not. This stuff never works. Yes, it can get people some sympathetic attention for a while, but nothing more than that. This can't take anyone far in their job search. I come across a lot of inappropriate content on social media posted by job seekers complaining about the recruitment process, recruiters, hiring managers, with their painting a picture of injustice and victimhood. Social media is a great tool to create your personal brand, so use it positively. I understand and agree that some recruiters and hiring managers may be harsh. These people may have been felt humiliated or offended by a few of the company policies and behaviors of the management in their past jobs, but what's gonna happen if they openly and negatively talk about that on social media? Yes, doing this may start a movement and they might feel good about raising a voice, but If you look at it from another angle, it's all negative stuff, which is not getting them anything useful. Doing all that spoils their personal brand and shows them in a bad light. And if you're even supporting these posts by liking and sharing, It can catch the eye of the hiring managers and recruiters, as per a study, 7 in 10 employers admit to screening a job candidate's social media presence as part of the hiring process. So please refrain from any negative activity on social media. This can hurt your job search. One more thing that I frequently see is that many job seekers would send their resumes in direct messages just randomly. I happen to receive a lot of resumes in my LinkedIn inbox every day. This does not help and it can't serve anyone. Spamming people does not help you. This only annoys them. Take this time for growing and preparing yourself gracefully. I challenge you to use this time to groom yourself to the extent that they want to hire you and you have the option to choose. Once you drop the anxiety and desperation, you'll suddenly start seeing right opportunities everywhere. And that's what you want, right? Now what are the right things to do in a job hunt? I'm gonna talk about it next. The two most important elements of a job hunt are resumes and interviews. Do you know that on an average, each corporate job offer attracts 250 resumes? Of those candidates, four to six will get called for an interview and only one will get the job. Resumes can get you interviews and interviews can get you the job offer. And if you get these two things right, you're all set, isn't it? So, how's this resume thing works? Most people send their one and only resume to apply for tens of open positions just blindly. I find it nothing but shooting in the dark. I know plenty of people spreading their resumes like a flyer on a street and then wondering why they are not hearing back from the recruiters. And this is crazy. To be able to hit the bull's eye, you first need to know and see the eye if that makes sense to you. So, if you're sending your one and only resume to apply for every open position, just stop doing that immediately. The most effective job search strategy is to customize each resume to match the job description, no matter if you're applying for one position or 20. If you would like to hear back from the recruiters, and who doesn't by the way, create an interesting resume which is tailored to the job requirements and you know that 63% of the recruiters want to receive resumes tailored to the open position as what LinkedIn and Forbes report. And the strange thing is that most people perhaps know this but they would typically create one generic resume in their entire job hunt process. I suggest you take a targeted job hunt approach Choose jobs carefully by paying good attention to the job description. And then if you feel it's a good fit for you, go ahead and apply for that. And if it doesn't feel right, don't apply. I just suggested you create an interesting resume if you seriously would like to get an interview invite. Because on an average, 10% of job applications result in interview invites. That means you would need to stand out from the crowd. I get tens of resumes every day for assessment ranging from one page to 10 pages. Totally beginners to seasoned professionals, nearly all of them look pretty much the same. Boring. What do I mean by boring? Most of them have a vague career objective at the top instead of a unique career summary. No exact accomplishments and relevance to the job description. Then, full of overused adjectives that sound pretty generic and emotionless. Lots of irrelevant information that confuses and annoys the recruiter and typos. And this is the worst. So overall, they don't show the personality of the applicant. And here's the truth. Getting right interviews entirely depends on how interesting your resume looks. Your resume must portray you as who you are in best relevance to the job description posted by the recruiter. Doing so would not only stand you out in the crowd of resumes, but make you present yourself confidently and in the best light at the interviews. One more mistake that people usually make on their resume is that they use their photo on their resume. And here's the thing. Adding your photo on your resume could hurt your chances of getting an interview invite unless you are applying for the position of an air steward, or actor. A photo on a resume can distract recruiters from checking out your skills and credentials. Resume photos could confuse applicant tracking systems which are usually used to manage and filter resumes as they are typically meant to read text. The good professional places to put your photos are your LinkedIn profile and your website if you have one. Then comes the most scary thing for most job seekers, interviews. The best advice I can give you about this is that interviews are just conversations. They are not interrogations. The only person who can make this an interrogation is you and you alone. And what do I mean by that? Most people are scared of interviews and interviewers. And that shows in their body language. I have hired many teams during my corporate jobs and I'm telling this with my own experience. The normal interviews were like, I asked a question They replied in the least possible words and then complete silence. It felt like a meditation hall. They kept staring at me waiting to be asked another question. Then I asked another question again, a short answer and then silence. It was quite irritating for me. I was expecting a good conversation where they would voluntarily share their relevant experience and thoughts and give their own unique opinions and ideas to add value to the conversation. An interview is not a school exam. Don't put the recruiter or interviewer at the pedestal because they are not any superior to you. The interviewer is just a normal human being as you are doing his or her job to fulfill that position. So you both are just equal. So the best interview strategy is to look at them as a friend, a professional friend. Yes, see them as a friend, but please don't start getting too personal with them. I remember my last job interview at an organization called Bureau Veritas, a French multinational. The position was French translator. As we all have self-doubts, I too was not very sure as I had never done any translation work before. When I entered the room, there was a lovely girl who was half American and half French. She had an amazing energy that I could instantly feel. I love languages and let me tell you that I have been really passionate about the French language. At first, I thought I had no chance, but a sudden second thought struck me that even if I am not too perfect with my French and I might lose it, but still I have an amazing opportunity to practice my speaking French and have a lovely discussion about how much I love this language. For over 20 minutes, we kept discussing my experiences of learning the language and how much fun I had in France. There was no fear of getting or not getting the job. I was just enjoying myself. When I left the room, I was certain that I'm not going to get the job, but guess what? A few weeks later, I got the offer. Not because I was perfect, but because I could manage to form an emotional connection with my interviewer by being myself and seeing her as a friend. Did I know all the answers? Not at all. In fact, I did not know most of the answers, but I honestly expressed my desire and commitment to learn at the job at the right places during the entire conversation. So... You have a much greater chance of getting selected when the interviewer likes you over other candidates and not because you are best suited for the job. The next thing I want to talk about is knowing your worth. I've seen thousands of people underselling themselves at job interviews. So when people are asked about their salary expectations, they would most of the time say, as per industry standards, according to the company policy, it's negotiable. Sounds familiar. The truth is that I was in the same boat years ago. You have spent long years and lots of money to get yourself educated so you could get a great job, right? You deserve great things, trust me. Think high of yourself, know your worth and keep raising it. And I know you are worthy of a fabulous job in a fantastic company. Say that to yourself again and again and feel it until you start believing it in your core. Now, if you are looking for a job or a job change, I invite you to join my 12-week group coaching program, Dream Job Mastermind. And I would love to share with you a few reasons why I am so connected with this program to the extent that I have dedicated all myself and my resources to help people learn the right way of a job hunt. There is going to be recorded stuff. This, however, is a personalized coaching program taking a big amount of my time and personal attention. In this program, I'm going to teach you the same stuff that I do in my $2,000 one-on-one coaching programs. This 12-week highly comprehensive group coaching program costs just $397. The reason I have made it really low price is because I wanted to make it affordable for most people who are serious about investing themselves in going far in their careers. At the very beginning, I conceived the idea of Dream Job Mastermind. I had decided to give away 50% of the revenue raised from Green Job Mastermind to help COVID hit people. COVID has done a lot of damage, but it has also taught us great lessons. I lost my father to this pandemic and I have always seen him so passionate about helping people with their employment over his own personal and professional interests. And with this program, my intention is to take the legacy forward. I really want to make a positive, permanent difference in people's lives because Your employment is not just a way to make a living for you, but it also determines the quality of your living. And I want to touch human lives and their hearts. All I can say is that this is the price I'm paying for getting this beautiful life. You can find the link for the details in the show notes section. That's it for this week. I hope you love the knowledge I shared in this episode. Love you very much. I'll see you with another interesting topic next week. Stay happy and safe. Thank you for tuning in. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and go to my website authorhina.com for career training tools and resources. Don't forget to check out my latest book, Secrets of the Six-Figure Employee with Zero Stress. It's available on Amazon.